Daniela. I have messed up. Hi. <laughs> I was so confused. Sorry. My my son threw up at school and I oh no totally lost track of time. Uh so I'm trying to make sure whoever wants to be here is coming. I was I thought maybe I got the time confused or I'm just the wrong time zone. <laughs> Okay. Um, is he okay? Were you able to? Yeah, he's okay. Deal with that? He's not. I don't know. Yeah, I I walked in and he was, or I dropped him off. Right. I came back to get him. He was laying on the floor. He's fine. <laughs> he's just. I'm so sorry, Nikita. I screwed up today. <laughs> no, um, hi, Nikita. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I like I'm your painting in the background. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna put a. Sorry, you guys talk. I'm gonna put something in coaching. No worries. I was like, do I have the wrong link or something? And then no. It's like, um, I thought I was late. <laughs> to <laughs> him, I was like, well, hey. I. I almost always have calls at 10, my time. And this week it just didn't work out that way. And so everybody's screwed up. <laughs> screwed up, not screwed up. I screwed up. Okay, I'm here. <sighs> Well, the good news is while I was driving back and forth, um, I was thinking about what do I wanna talk about on our Q&A today? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but I kind of wanted to see where you guys are at. Did you guys come with specific questions or um, are we just kind of here to like figure out what we need today? Whoa. Sorry. Okay. I'm I'm more like uh, I feel like I always have questions somewhere there in my head, but um, right now I'm just like I just got to figure out what I have to do. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Yeah. What about you, Nikita? I've been I've been um, going through all of the money now content. Um, I'm the kind of learner who needs to listen to everything and then marinate it. <laughs> Like, yeah, um, for sure. process it in my own head. Um, so like Daniela said, I know I have questions. I just can't like pinpoint them exactly. Um, because the system is pretty new. I've, I've done a ton of, I'll be honest, I've done a lot of art marketing courses in this past year. Um, but they're all heavily focused on content marketing. And I just it, it just like af after each course it just felt like I was still missing a piece of the puzzle and and so I get I get now that relationship marketing and content marketing how they need to be applied hand in hand you can't just focus on one of them um I, it, I mean I've been having so many epiphanies <laughs> okay oh, I love yeah, like so many light bulb moments like yes okay okay now I understand like Yes, now I get like how to cultivate relationships with collectors or how to possibly find 
um, collectors. Um, so sorry, I know you said what no. my question was. I, I love all this. But then um, knowing my numbers, like that's like the first step. I was like, wow, yes, I knew in the back of my head that I need to know it. But I was, like you said, I was afraid to like really get down to the nitty gritty and get like an honest look mm. at what's going on. Um, but so then coming to the question, then I like, like I told you, I just left my job a couple months ago, so I don't have any income now to fund, yeah. so to speak, the art side of it. Um, and but on the other hand, I'm also not tipping in bills wise or like any of the day-to-day bills and stuff my husband is providing for that right now because I don't have a consistent income so when I'm doing my numbers should I still include like his even though I even though I I'm not like I'm not paying for it anyways yeah I would say yes um because that's gonna like throw it I mean we've even when I had a job, we have kept our finances kind of separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to build up my business, I have not like borrowed from him or like done any of that. I've just like used my full-time job as income as a source to fund. Um, so like so far, I've always kept it separate. So I don't know if I should, it would be if it would make sense to like combine his numbers with mine at this point like I don't I don't know so the way that I see it and it took me a while to see it this way uh the the real number is the real number meaning he is inputting into your let's let's call it a bucket into your bucket a certain amount of money which is making sure that you guys can pay for your house you can eat You've got a little extra to like pay for something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason why it's so hard to do that is because we put all this pressure on ourselves to say, "I." Uh, it's more like um, like an ego-based thing. Yeah. Like I want to be successful. I want to um, be validated. I want to know that I'm not wasting my time. I want to know like all all of these parts and pieces. So that being said, over the past three to six months, could you tell me that your business has brought in a certain amount of money? Like, do you know those numbers? Yeah. Like, I what, have, do you, what um, would you say? Like, an av- the average, if you put all those together and divided it by six, what would your average month look like? I'm sorry. I have uh, January, February, March. I brought okay. in. I brought in around sixteen hundred dollars um, from markets okay. and commissions. <laughs> So um, divided by three, that's yeah. a little over $500 a month. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so then you kind of have a, a choice here. You can say, I do know how to bring in money. It may not be the amount of money that I want, but I do know how to bring in money. And I feel pretty comfortable with, you know, if, if something happened, I could go out and get somewhere close to that amount again. And so I'm going to not worry so much about um, being really strict about the money now, right now. And I want to move into the consistent income side of things where it's more of a slow burn growth as opposed to just, I'm going to push myself to bring in money because I need it. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know that you asked a question, so I'm not sure what your question is. Am I answering your question? <laughs> Um, so yeah, my question was, should I count his money? I'm, I'm just for simplicity's sake, his money and my money, even though his money is really not funding any of this art side, mm -hmm. what I'm doing and my art, like my money is not providing for the family in any way at this point. Yeah. But overall you want it to eventually right yes what you could do is just take out in that know your numbers spreadsheet all the sections about what do I want to provide for my home right now mm -hmm. and what home income is coming in and just look at it in a business perspective like mm -hmm. okay I'm bringing in about five hundred dollars a month are my expenses less than or more than that? So that's an alternate way you could look at it just for now. So the way that I like to do it is almost every course I've ever taken is like, what is your money goal? And it's, of course, once you add up all the things that you want to pay for, it ends up being this number that's way higher than you're currently bringing in. Yeah. And I find that so horribly discouraging. I don't like it. It doesn't work for me. I don't think that it works for most people. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that I like to do is I like to set little bitty, bitty, bitty goals and not even goals, like mm, almost like a mile marker. Mm -hmm. So I want to, what do you want to sell right now? Do you know? What do I want to sell? Mm -hmm. um, I would like to have another big commission coming. Okay. Um, so what is an even smaller breakdown of that goal? Like uh, maybe I want to create a lead. Okay, yeah. So then your goal is to create a lead and then you hit that and you're like oh I, I I did that I I can do things and then we right as soon as we finish that goal we celebrate it and then we set another small goal I want to mm -hmm. create another lead just in case this one falls through or takes too long or whatever and then another and then another and then another and in that way goal setting gets you somewhere actually a lot faster because then you start to build up that confidence and that um, I can do it. <laughs> it's not a word. Uh, 
that belief in yourself. Yes. When you have the belief, you take more action. And when you take more action, you get more results. As opposed to, I'm making 500 right now, but really I want to make 10,000 every month. And then like, okay, let's work towards that. But you don't see the growth happening. Yeah. Because you're just looking at this big number that you feel like you're never going to get there. And oh my goodness, I'm a failure. So let's not do that. Yeah. At the beginning, beginning of the year, that was, I have a whole goal setting worksheet that I filled out that that was the goal, like the big number that the reach for the stars number. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to say, don't reach for the stars. Absolutely. Do. No. Yeah. No. But then it was so unrealistic because la- like last year, I, I wasn't bringing any income. I wasn't bringing in any income from my art. So to say that, okay, this year, this is the number I'm going to bring in when I don't have any back history, like anything to go off of. It was just an arbitrary number. And my head knew that. And I was like, okay, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of makes you believe that it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I'm just making it up out of thin air. Um, so like, what's even the point? And I was like, really confused about it. But when you spoke about the your need number, your want number, um, that made it so much more believable and mm. doable um so like I know my need number like I have to I have to have a certain amount for my car payment every month and a certain amount for my son's daycare every month so that's my need number right now um and if I can cover that then I know that in that like if I already have a commission say coming in in June that's going to cover that then I can step back and do a few consistent income type activities Mm -hmm. right so what I do when I I try really hard to not get in a place where I need to execute money now like exclusively um that that's just not a happy place for me but I know I can do it if I need to so instead what I try to do is um like even I, I work the consistent income side of things for my business most of the time. Um, but what I try to do is still consistently build in a couple of those money now actions on a regular basis so that I keep that wheel turning and I keep creating leads and I keep creating um, relationships and like Hey, do you, do you need this? Like, let me know if you do. And if you don't, that's okay too. But, um, in that way, you can do them together. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there is all my stuff's downstairs because I've been looking downstairs. Have you seen the daily planner sheet inside of the curriculum anywhere? Um, yes, I have seen it, um, but I haven't started using it yet. Okay. So inside of that planner sheet, there's one little section that says, um, important, not urgent. 
And then we want to say, what do we want to work on for our art today? What do we want to work on for our, uh, relationships today, content today? And what do I want to do for myself? So if you are trying to combine the two, the money now and the consistent income, what I like to do generally is say like under relationships, three money now actions today. Mm -hmm. um, do I do that every day? No. Should I? Maybe. Mm -hmm depending on where, where I'm at, what I'm trying to do. But it's, it's totally possible to do both. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Katie, wherever you are looks lovely. Can I come? <laughs> is that your house? Or are you at a restaurant? I put my phone in front of a, um, a plant. It's actually a faux plant on my dining room table. So it looks like I'm someplace exotic, but I'm it actually looks very just, exotic. I'm just in the kitchen. <laughs> put it back on the plant. That's good to know. I can do that again for, you know, some other kind of call. Yeah. That's funny. Um, okay. So. I have one of... question. I'm sorry. Oh, shoot. No, 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 please. <laughs> um, I. I'm kind of stuck on the um, the sh the worksheet commercial versus soul work spectrum. Mm. Yep, it's really hard for me because um, I'm very much heavily on the soul work. Mm. Um, basically, everything I do is like what lights me up, and it's yeah. just what drives me. Um, I don't think I've shared it before, but before I started exclusively painting I used to own a stationary business it was more uh, I, I used to paint watercolor and then reproduce it and put it on like cards and prints and all this stuff and um it just it kind of sucked the creativity out of me personally because I had to just it was more like commercial um yeah based and it just it was, I don't know, it was just kind of like, it ended up initially started off as something fun and I loved it, but then it just became not something that I wanted. What I really wanted was to paint and focus on that. So coming from that background, um, I, it's, it's really hard for me to figure out how do I still do soul work in a way that's less time consuming um, because it's kind of like slower for me. I've yeah. been trying to do pieces that are smaller in size, um, and trying to like simplify my process, but my process, it starts off with acrylic ends up with oil and it's like a whole thing. Yeah, um, it looks very layery. Yes, exactly. So it's, it, it can, it a large piece could take me a week if I'm working on it like every day. Um, a smaller piece um, could take me less, but I'm still trying to figure out, okay, so how do I do this? I still have it be consistent with the work that I'm trying to be known for, um, but to be able to sell it easier and more, you know, consistent. Tell me about... Um... So your soul work is, I'm just projecting here. Tell me if I'm getting this wrong. Okay. Uh, these large scale, comp complicated uh, floral 
arrangements. Right. Yes. 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 Okay. Actually, Tell me about. I was going to actually mention that. Um, so the first few pieces that I had created for this collection were a little bit more complex, mm -hmm. but I simplified it even further, still being large scale, but more abstract, which is what I really want. I want it to be loose and full of texture. Um, so it, it's still kind of getting less complex, but yeah, I, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> so, okay. So then what kind of stuff has sold for you? So that's, that's the hard part for me because, um, so far, uh, I sold exclusively, um, a couple pieces on paper. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, I did that as part of that project to just make pieces every day and not like think about, you know, things that take longer. And I was just offering it on Instagram, but those pieces actually took hours <laughs> every day. And it was very exhausting for me because not only did I have to like paint them, then also I was recording them at the same time. I had to like create um, a reel every time I would finish, post the pictures, it is so it sold and also I I truly believe that I had the pricing wrong like I went I went way too low um Sounds like it. yeah way too low and it was just like not worth it for me um and also before I forget I based off of that shot that I used to have um a couple years back a lot of the people that were following me there ended up following me on this account um, when, I, when I migrated over to just art. And a lot of them were expecting for me to create piece, um, the same kind of work that I was doing before at a, at a really lower value or cost. And so I also believe that that's why I don't get a lot of responses because they're expecting like stationary price stuff um, and like mass produce, like printing and all that stuff. So I just thought that would be important because I guess that's why I feel like I have 900 something followers, but it's a, it's a small percentage of those that follow me that are actually follow me because they found me through my, like actually my work and not from mm -hmm. before. Gotcha. What do I want to say? <laughs> I think as a general rule, we collectively, project our beliefs onto our audience. So while everything you are saying may be true, I doubt it. I mean, okay. I, I think to, to some degree, yeah, there are some people who are following you who are waiting for you to come out with some more stationery. Mm -hmm. Most of them, are following you because they like what you do. Okay. They're not following you because they're stationary in the in the wings that they're waiting for, really. You know what I mean? Like right. Yeah, I they mean, might they might it. expect lower prices from you, but that doesn't mean that they will never pay higher prices. It just means that they are going to take a little bit longer to come around. Gotcha. Okay. Also, <clears throat> I do this 
um, workshop on why content marketing alone is maddening. And it's because of the statistics um, and percentages. So that looks something like if you're following the um, social media to email list to buyers model, which is not wrong, we, we do that too, but that's all you're doing. Um, in order to get someone to follow your call to action to then go join your email list, you have to put out like, I can't even remember all the stats, but basically it ends up being like a thousand or 10,000 people seeing your stuff to lead down the line to one sale. You have 900 followers. And so you're saying not very many of them are responding. I'd say probably you're doing pretty good just from those numbers. What are they, when they do respond, what do they say? Um, they love the work. Um, I had a couple, I had like two that from one of my recent reels were like wanted to buy the piece. They wanted to buy the, the large scale. And so I gave them the price um, and both of them were like, oh, I would love to. I just, you know, it's rough. And I'm like, I totally understand. Yeah. It's kind of hard because I, you know, it's a large piece and it's like, it, it has so much <laughs> of my time. And I'm like, I can't just lower the price. What is your price? Um, for the 30 by 40 is 12, 12.75. Great. Don't change it. That's for the large scale. Yeah. That's where I started to like, kind of like, okay, I need to like raise my prices because I can't leave them at that, how they were before. Here's what I want you to do for now. I want to really test interest in these pieces okay because it's what you really want to make and I think they're gorgeous and I think that they're going to sell thank you um I want you to as you're called like not necessarily as a call to action but at the bottom of every post that you make about a piece list the price okay I find that it's much easier, mm, easier is not the right word. Uh, the number of people who ask you about it after already seeing the price are much more likely to turn into buyers than someone who has to ask about the price and then they don't, they don't know what to expect. And I'm one of those people that I don't wanna ask for the price. Like 1200 seems totally reasonable to me, but I might think, Oh, maybe she's charging 6,000 and then I don't want to look like a cheapskate and say I can't afford it. Or, you know, right. like I've really become a fan of transparency in pricing, not making someone ask. Right. So let's try that. But also okay. um, know that sometimes it takes longer for people to buy. Like everyone has based on their marketing skills 
and their uh, quote unquote products and their prices and all of these different factors, uh, a, a buying client buying cycle, an average client buying cycle. I don't know what yours is yet, but um, my guess is, you know, it's probably not just this immediate turnaround. So one, we want to put more nurturing into process so that um, that buying cycle can shorten. Okay. Um, but also, I know it's easier said than done and you might need extra help around this, but really keeping up that belief in yourself that what I'm making is good, I can make this work. If, if you were in a, hmm, we, we kind of talked about this. I think you said your percentage was at like 83% or something. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you can cut out so that you can give yourself that time and space and not put so much pressure on yourself to really like make this thing that you want to do work? Uh, I would have to think about that. I... Go back and look at it. Okay. Um, also look at, is there any other thing around me? that um, could pretty easily bring in some income. Can I sell my kitchen table that I hate on Craigslist and bring Craigslist Facebook marketplace? It, it still is, I think. <laughs> I <don't>, Facebook <laughs> like, marketplace like is more. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, can that bring in an extra $200 to cover me for the month? I have no problem with money coming from other places in order to fund figuring out how to make the thing I really want work. Right. So I, when I did, when I started this business for the first couple of years, I funded it on a side job because I was a big course buyer, coach, uh, coach hirer, like, I wanted the best software, like that's what I wanted. That's how I wanted to do it. And I wasn't bringing, because I was not ever doing money now. I was like, I'm gonna avoid that at all costs. But um, I wasn't bringing in money, but I also wasn't willing to give up on it. So I was like, how can I, how can I make this work? That's I, I think do. that's where I'm, I think that's where I'm at really. Cause my I, that's husband- That's kind of what I, I'm getting. Yeah, we're, we both- have we both work together we do uh, web design and branding and all that stuff so that's like that's my job basically I yeah. do that um and that is like I think we're we're getting another client so that's gonna help us more and I'm like I guess I'm okay with that you know like <laughs> yeah and then sure. because I want to be able to be you know true to what I'm making and it might take longer like, I feel like it is taking longer, but I just want to, I want to know in what direction I should put my focus. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, make as much art as possible. Say how much it costs. Okay. But that's just the content side of things. Yes. 
So I also up until now, I just knew content marketing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what most people do. Yeah. And that's okay. But I'm here to break that. Yes. Um, What do I want you to do? I want you. Can I give you some, some video homework? Yes. I love those. I thought you might. Um, I'm going to have to do a makeup Q&A or something because I think most people got confused. Which is fine. Um, I'm looking for something in particular. I can't decide between these two. There's a, there's kind of a lot I want to try to refrain myself. Um, this one, five practices to nurture ideal art buyers to lead to sales. Okay. And that's that in, in the, the toolkit. toolkit. Okay. I'm going to put it in the chat. Awesome. Perfect. It. And then there was kind of based on the, what we did in our workshop this month. I think it might be nice for you to put together your full four months. So you can see what I'm doing, where I'm going, what it's going to look like. Okay. And that is under the foundation month. So also like i i think i've said this to pretty much everyone here trying really hard to make this easier to navigate to find what you're looking for i know it's not there yet so if you need something just ask also if you have suggestions you won't at me it's something i think about all the time it's kind of obsessive (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Foundation. Okay, so in the foundation one, we go all the way to the bottom here, nowhere to spend your time. Okay. Um, I walked Emily and Jess through like creating a four month plan together I would recommend watching both of those videos because they have different uh points in both of them um but essentially the reason why I want you to do that is because I really want you to plan out how am I going to nurture how am I going to use more than just content marketing to get my art in front of people and start selling it Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's that's a big, big missing piece for me. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, sometimes I talk, or a lot of times I talk about having three-tier pricing. And I don't, 
I don't actually have a good reason to tell you why I'm saying this, but the alternate to that is just choosing, I'm gonna make this one thing. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna go all in on it. I kind of want you to do that. Okay. Make a bunch of 30 by 40s for 1275 and like continue refining them to get them where you want them to go. But that is part of the work in making more work. I really want you to block off 50% of your time for art making. Okay. I think that's really important. Okay. And so what about the smaller ones I'm making? <laughs> um, just stop. Should I stop them? Okay. Unless, unless you really feel the need to make them in order to make the bigger ones work faster because you are working through that and problem solving with the little ones. Gotcha. Okay. Kind of like that practice to get my flow kind of. going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, almost more of like a, a sped up version of getting them where you want them to be so that okay. they take less time for you. Okay. Does that feel like it would help or just be more confusing? Um, I think it would help because right now the pieces that I'm making are kind of, I'm, I'm like letting go of like how I'm initially making them and I'm just like creating it as I go. And it's like opening up kind of like different possibility to the bigger bigger ones mm. okay so then continue okay they are for sale they're 125 dollars we're not going to spend a whole lot of time marketing them okay it's more of a mm, They're there, but we're mostly focusing on the big, big stuff. Gotcha. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Is a hundred in, let me ask you that. How's that price feel? Does that feel good or bad? Or low? Um, I guess it depends on the size. Cause like I have, I have like a smaller one and then I have like 16 I think it's 18 by 24 or oh that's not 20. small yeah that's not that small okay. I was like going with the medium I was thinking medium because I I was thinking about the three tiers and I'm like okay so mm -hmm. a small one would be like maybe we're like doing an small and 10. large for you for right small now. and large okay gotcha yeah All um right. don't think about I think I said this already don't think about smalls as in size think about them as in time gotcha so I don't really care what the size is to be honest, except not 18 by 24 or whatever you said, because that's really big. <laughs> uh, if, compared to the compared to the other ones that I have, the 30 by 40s and the 36 by 48, I went big on that. It was my favorite piece so far. <laughs> hold on, something just happened in my speakers. Hold up. Do, 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 why did that happen? Can you hear me? Okay, it switched to my computer for some reason. Okay, so you feel, I want you to really take some time to think about your small. Okay. What size is it gonna be? Um, how long do I allow myself? Like, do I set an hour timer? 
perhaps. What can I do in an hour? And then I'm done. How can I make that worth my time? Okay. Even though the point is to practice for the bigger ones, mm -hmm. I really want you to, if you're going to offer them for sale and not just keep them in the background, make them worth your while. Okay. Pricing wise. Let just let that mold for a little bit. Okay. See what, see what comes out the other side. Okay. Katie, did you have questions today or are you just here? I'm gonna go check on the little guy. I'm just here and I'm gonna have to leave in just a minute to take my son to school. So I just That's cool. thought I'd listen in. <laughs> um Well, I'm glad that even though I screwed up the Q&A that you guys got a little extra attention today because I feel like that's almost more useful for the group, if that makes sense. Yes, baby. Can you have what? No, you can't have chips. You can have your banana and your crackers. Are you doing okay? Just put them on the side. I'm almost done, okay? Okay, we're good. Um, other thoughts, follow-ups? we got like seven more minutes. You guys are getting a tour of my dirty house. I was gonna say, um, Jessica, that uh, I think also the reason why I was doing those other sizes is because I have, I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm thinking about the, the art fairs, like the, um, the events that mm -hmm. are, and I don't know the market. I don't know what they're going to like, you know, if they're going to want like the bigger pieces or the smaller pieces or like kind of trying yeah, to like, we have both. So like, you mean like the, the, the 30 by forties and the, the smaller ones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's why I was thinking I'm just going to make these pieces. Um, I, I get what you're saying. And I think a lot of people really do the same thing where they're like, I have to create a variety of sizes and prices and uh, colors and subjects and all the things. Um, but I'm a huge believer in simplifying as much as possible. Like if someone walked, like for example, the, the square inch pricing and you have, this is just a typical tent. Like most people use square inch pricing. They have all these different sizes. Everything's a different price. Um, you have to really like pay attention to the little cards and stickers. If you were someone who essentially created the same thing over and over and over and over, and you just got better and better and better at it, your tent is going to look really solid. Like, I know what I'm doing. I have a style. You're not gonna walk in here unless you like the style. So you're not searching through all the different things to say, do I like this one? Do I like this one? Do I like this one? You like right. all of them. 
It's now, which one do I like the best? And also it's super simple for them because you can get a showcase piece or you can buy one that's, you know, a little bit more impulse buy ready. I have two showcase impulse, which one do you want? Okay. If they want a specific size, they can commission one. Okay. That makes sense. Makes things easier. Yeah. I, I think in today's world too, it's sort of like the easier, the better, just because we're thinking about so many different things. But that makes sense. I just feel like um, some of my past pieces, you know, I have some things I might want to put out there that are like all, they're smaller, but they're different sizes and prices. Um, so, I mean, maybe that'd be something to sell at a different event than doing, you know, if I'm doing an outdoor, if I end up doing like this outdoor festival, maybe I want to keep it simple with just two sizes. And then, you know, I have a few prints I may bring along yeah. too. Um, so am I going to say that that's always the right answer for everyone is just to have two sizes and one thing and call it good? No, but I don't think it's ever a bad way to go. Like there can be reasons why you should have three sizes or why you should have, uh, different styles or why you should have all these, you know, different factors. Right. But simplifying is never bad. Okay. Never bad. Um, I am reading. What is it? Oh, it's probably not in here because I'm reading it. Uh, this book called Essentialism. Mm, yeah, I've heard of that one. <clears throat> and essentially, what it is is take the most important and throw out the rest. Like, if I could summarize the book. And so that's essentially what I'm, essentially what I'm telling Danielle. Yeah, I think it's, I think it makes things easier for me in the long run. And I, I, it takes away the overthinking because I, I overthink. Right. So <laughs> we all do. <laughs> that's half the reason to do it. Not just for the people that you're selling to and not just to test and see like, can I sell this at this price? Um, but also you don't have to think about it so much. Like some people will come to me and be like, okay, I have this thing. What should I price it at? And I'll tell them. And then they'll be like, okay, but this one is this, and this one is this, and this one is this. So what should all those prices be? And like, it's just hard. <laughs> not, not hard because, because it can't be figured out it's hard because you have to think so hard about it. And then you just keep throwing all these other factors in over and over and over. Like, well, now I wanna do it on canvas and now it needs to cost more. And now I wanna spend less time on this one. So that needs to cost less and this needs to cost and that needs to cost. And like the less decisions you have to make, the better. I agree. <laughs> and then the more mental space you have for your creative yeah. work. Exactly. Instead of worrying about pricing. <laughs> yes. Let's make space to make art. Yes, I like that. All right, I gotta run. Thank you. Okay, bye, Katie. Have a good day, You're everybody. Welcome.
Um, I have somebody coming in in a couple of minutes to do a podcast interview. So I probably better wrap this up too because I hear someone yelling. <laughs> Um, you're welcome. I'm going to, I'm going to pop into the, I'm going to have to go look at my calendar, but I'm going to find a, a makeup date. So we'll have a a bonus. Awesome. Q and a this month. Okay, (laughs) cool. All right. It was lovely seeing you guys. Thank you for coming. Take care guys. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.